Is it recording up. yet? Yeah, well, it's recording, but we're not recording. Oh. <clears throat> well, I went to turn on a computer, and then I dropped the dongle for the USB for the computer for Skype, so then I had to fucking get down there and find it, and yeah. Oh. He, yeah. he was on his knees under the table for I a little was. while. Yeah, for a minute. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as awkward as it used to be. Each racer needs a headset no, we need a paintball that's account. connected <laughs> to live time that calls out their time in their headset on the stand. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be. Think about then that. They'd, then they'd bitch about Fucking having to buy a headset. Tr- Copyright. Oh, not PM. even. No, 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 no. Everybody's going to actually be upset because I cut off the song so quickly. We were literally just, spent, this is this is the whole reason why the podcast started. Exactly what we just drove down the street doing uh, for like the last 10 minutes was talking about RC. So um, welcome to the MBM Podcast. It's me, Matt House, and your host. Thanks for joining me. Here's the second episode this week. Uh, a little bit of a change of plans. Joel and Chris were supposed to be here and we we're going to have Rick on. Um, but it ser- turns out Chris is still in some uh, pain or norm, as we call him. He's still discomforted, discomforted, needs to see a chiropractor and all that wonderful stuff. So it's just Joel, but on the phone, <laughs> of all people, the one, the only, the, the double G himself, the- Mr. Gorilla Grip from all the way up north in White River trying to come home from work. Um, but we were just talking about some RC stuff. So what were we just talking about? You never said who it was. It's Mike. So they, know who, they know who Double yeah, G they, is. So hold on, we gotta been go on back for a while. They yeah, might not well. know who he is. Then go back and listen to the beginning of the series, man. We've been here for five so listen, years, six years. Picture this. What? You put on your opening song there. Yeah. And I started doing like the chicken walk where I was like bobbing my head <laughs> and like walking through the driveway. Just and I was like, yeah, this is this is it. This is where it's at. <laughs> well, because uh, we, we were starting to talk about RC like. RC related stuff. Cause we've been talking a little bit about, about marshalling, about drivers on driver stands and like, you know, how, how can race directors make it better for drivers to know where they are, irregardless of what their order is in that particular heat, because we seem to be so fixated on the first, second, third, fourth kind of concept of, of quote unquote racing. But we miss the fact that we're on if mark qualifying, which is you're out there on your own five minute pace or however long that heat is. So why not give everybody their information during the whole, the whole race? So we thought about an idea of maybe, you know, you go up to the driver's stand and there's headphones up there and you can put them on and you just hear your times tick off every time you go over the line. That would be cool. But then that'd be a pain in the butt, too, because then how do you make sure the drivers are at the right spots to get the right information? So then I came up with this idea of, you know, Bluetooth. You get an assigned spot on the driver's stand. You got to go up, stand there and your stuff connects. I don't know how it would work. There'd have to be software involved. I'm not a, an engineer with that crap. I'm just come, throwing IDs out there. It's somebody else's problem to figure out how to implement it. But Eric Jensen, right? Yeah. (laughs) Listening, listening. So, but, but then Joel mentioned that he wouldn't like that because he likes to try and find an empty spot that most people won't stand in to get comfortable and drive the track. So that way during mains, there's not the calamity of where am I going to stand and then getting in a spot you can't drive from very well. There's nothing worse than having to get up on the stand for your main. You've been standing in one spot all day. And then and you, you can't stand go, there. You gotta okay, go 30 but feet there's to a the solution. And stand there, and th- that sucks. There's already a solution, though, Mike. But what's yours? Just make the thing clippable. So you, if you're driver number one, you grab the number one 
little screen thingamabajigger and you stick it on the driver's stand in the, wherever, wherever you're you standing want. in your pocket. Okay, that would work. That would work too. But, but right? here, here's the bigger thing. This was the question I was going to ask that kind of prompted me to start the show. Was, <laughs> is it dicky to go up on the driver's stand knowing that, say, like, I'm a, a B main, C main driver usually at bigger races. It's the reality of it. If I'm having a good day. So if I happen to be the BQ, right? I happen to be first in the B main. Is it wrong of me to demand where I want to stand on the driver's stand? Because kind of haven't I earned that ability to pick where I really want to drive from because I, I've had a better time than everybody else? Early on in my racing career, 25, 30 years ago, that's the way things went. I mean, you, I don't know if they necessarily lined you up as you qualified, but... TQ got to pick where he got to stand. You see, at all the big races, you see the drivers go up and they put the radios down and they stand to the back and they do the A main introductions. Um, they do them backwards from 10 to 1, but that TQ gets to pick where he is standing and everybody in files in after that. So my curiosity is, is why at these local races, like, is that is it just because we don't want to have to deal with that much BS? or Probably. is Organization, right? That but but that and... still doesn't answer my question. Am I being a dick if I decide at one of these bigger races, say at Casey Spring Fling, I decide that I have an opportunity to, I'm BQ, I can bump into the A main, I want that. Am I being a dick if I say, I'm standing here, man. I qualified ahead of you, this is where I want to stand. I'm sorry. Am I being a dick by doing that, or am I just trying to give myself the best chance I can? In my opinion, well, no, but... Um... The I newer, guess it depends on how you approach it. The newer, the newer generation, they don't. I don't. I don't see that being done anywhere anymore. They just no. kind of figure just, it out. It would. It would have to be stipulated at the beginning, right? Like it would be okay. Yep. Drivers meeting. This is how we're doing it. You know, if you just walked up to the stand and be like, "I'm claiming my spot," people are going to be like, uh, "Yeah, you're a dick." <laughs> <laughs> and some of them, I've seen tracks where there's numbers on where, the where, on the spots, right? On, on the spots where you where you line up to go on the driver's stand. There's right. a, there'll be a one through ten or twelve, whatever, however many people are in the main, and you stand on those spots and you file your way up. And etiquette says you probably shouldn't push your way by guys to get to a certain spot, but I hate you, that. You know that it happened, but well, to me, I'm thinking like to me, it should be one, two, three, four. <laughs> so so five, the, you know what I mean? Like the pushing doesn't one just starting in the, the middle and then kind of dispersing the out. <laughs> so if you're at the end, you're out on the ends. Yeah, but see, if I was one and I was practicing all day from the right side of the driver's you stand, you want to stand on the right side. Yeah, yeah. and I, that's a lot of most places I go, I stand on the right side of the driver's stand. I don't know why. I try and move around during practice to find a spot I'm happy with. I, I do a little <laughs> bit to an extent, but sometimes like, it depends on the technicality of the, the track. The way we always run Casey's track. Yeah. I, I like being on the right-hand side. Yeah, me too. I like being closer to the timing John Mead, and everything. John Mead hates it because I'll set chairs up next to the little stands, and I'll stand on those, and it'll be like, God damn you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when you stand over there. I said, well, then don't stand on my spot. Yeah, well, because oh. Casey's had a couple of busy races down there, though, oh, yeah. right? Where, like, room on the driver's stand yeah. has become a problem. You can fit six very comfortably. Yeah. Um, you can fit eight. Um <laughs> As long as there's not depends too on many, who too many big people. Yeah, it depends um, on them. But it depends I, on the girth. I, I I would rather grab two folding chairs. It's the same height as where everybody else is it's standing. Standing and just and yep, and I just stand there. Have at her. I like to be as far to the right as I can. Hmm, You're a right fielder. I guess. 
I tend to like to stand usually I'll I what's weird is I can sometimes change where I'm standing at the drop of a hat just so I can stand beside somebody I know. <laughs> no lie. Like went down to Grand River and everybody was practicing. Um and they were all standing in the middle of the stand. I mean, every time somebody went up, they got as close to the middle as they could. So the whole time I practiced, I just I went Stayed up the stand, took a right, right there. and I stood right there. And uh, that's where I learned to drive the track. It was fun for my first time in clay in a year. But I do the same thing, actually. Now that I think about it, I do the same. I'm always near the right right side of the driver's stand. I very rarely stand down at the left, now that I think about it. Are you right-handed? Yes. But uh, that doesn't matter to me because, see, I... No, I know, but you tend to probably gravitate to the right, right? <laughs> well, but I'm backwards. I'm right-handed, but I kick with my left. I also swing left. Interesting. Yeah. As long as you don't swing both ways. <laughs> this one time, I a hand no, all the sound effects. <laughs> it's okay. I'm, Mike's uh, working on coming home. Yeah. And then and we can I'm go snowmobiling. Decrusting the snowmobile cover. Oh, I bet it's you it's nice and crunchy. A foot of snow on it. Wow. With like, it's crunchy, so it's like Velcro. Mm. But I can't get the straps to come off. Why, oh. are, you, why are you taking they're... the snow off? It'll blow off going on the road. <laughs> He's got to take the cover it's off. It's not to put on, it on the trailer the yet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, I really wish there was a winch on the front of the trailer so I could just give her a tug up. Well, come on. It's not like that's like a Titan with a 155 inch track or anything like that. You should just be able to pull it across. Eh? Oh. Yeah. And the other problem is the brakes probably on. So that would really. Oh, you should yeah. never leave it parked with the brake on, bro. No. Yeah. You know why I leave it with the brake on though? It makes it a lot harder to steal. Mm-hmm. I, know. I don't blame you. I hear you. I hear you. All right. Well, so. Mike might come to Spring Fling. I wonder if we can convince him. Wait, let's see what your work schedule is like and see if you're even home. <laughs> yeah, just every two weeks from this weekend. Uh, that's what we're working on. So then you're home on the 28th, then you're gone on the 4th, then you're home on the 11th. Ah, oh, son of a... When is it? You're working. It's the 17th, 18th, 19th. But you know what, though? Hmm? Once the snow stops, we uh, go on straight days. Oh. Weekends off. Oh. So you may be home by then. Maybe that might actually work. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be awesome. Let's never, I don't even want to talk about the elephant in the room, but we're going to have to get into it because it's causing delays for, for, for Joel's manufacturer. It's causing delays for my manufacturer and it's causing a complete and utter panic down of the world in, in the world (laughs) in general. Um, I like, I'm honestly waiting. Like I'm glad the stance on the, the spring fling has been no, they're not canceling it because it's a month out. That's a little trigger happy to yep. be canceling something a month out, in my opinion. Because considering most things are trying to just stay shut down to the beginning of April, yep, right. Um, so yeah, for those of you who've been living under a rock, um, our good friend Joel is from Sioux, Michigan, United States. We're currently sitting in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. So What's going on for us in Ontario right now and in Canada for the most part? Well, I'm going to just concentrate on Ontario. Right now, they're closing all the schools <laughs> for the next three weeks. So they got the next week off for March break and then and then two more weeks after that. So they don't go back to school, I think, to like the 5th or 6th of April or something like that. I have friends of mine that are in, I think, the California area, Arizona area, Washington or somewhere like that. His kids are off to like the 13th of April or something like that. Um, or middle of April at some point, like it's, it's crazy, but I think Seattle um, is having like a really bad, bad, like go they, with They it. are. But if you look at where the people are, um, over half of the people that have died from this 
coronavirus thing in the United States are from a, one nursing home in Seattle. Uh, <laughs> they failed to mention uh, don't that. Don't want to point any fingers. Yeah. Don't want to point so, any fingers. <laughs> I know they keep saying it's not an old person's like like it's not it's not just old people. Well, the reality is is this. <clears throat> and Mike and I have talked about it over the last few days because Mike and I are very much so in the the we're not going to ignore what's going on in the world, but we're also not going to sit here and go, "Oh my god, the world is over." Like Yeah, I'm not buying into <clears throat> the panic. No, I haven't went out and mass bought paper of uh, toilet paper <laughs> partly because I, I couldn't have believe 400 rolls of toilet paper. I I just couldn't believe the people that in my hometown would be so uh-huh. silly to go wow. oh, I saved a good one there. So silly to go out and buy every roll of to- toilet paper in existence, but they have. Yep. Fortunately, my family also know. doesn't live with next to no toilet paper available to us and so we're not out, but it's nuts. But like, here's a question. Okay. I want to know how many of these people that went out there and bought all this freaking these shit tickets, okay, have a full-time job. Probably. Where do you find the time, okay, to go to the store, stand in line for probably an hour? No, it doesn't longer? take that long. I I went to the grocery store today. I was in and out in an hour, and I did but There groceries. was no toilet paper there, though, so no, no one was fighting over it. No. Yeah. But there was lots of people, man. The lines were lined. Like, but you know what I'm saying? It's just like, it's crazy. I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't. You don't believe like, it until you you go in the store and see it. And, well, because you went to Walmart you before you came over I here. I went to Walmart right before I came to Matt's house because he yeah. wanted me to grab him a couple of things. <laughs> um, well, for his kid that's got gluten free. It was diet, more. So. It was more no, of no, no, a monster just, than um, me, but it was like, hey, if he could get me a cream roll. <laughs> oh, I, I went so in there for- and. They said that the, the the shelves were being cleaned off. When you go into the canned food aisle, was like empty. The where the bottled water is was pretty much <laughs> empty. Uh, the toilet paper aisle wasn't a stitch of toilet paper. No paper towels. Yeah. Um, the cleaning supplies aisle. Uh, there's no bleach. There's no Lysol. There's no Lysol wipes. There's none of that stuff. It's all gone. Hand sanitizer. Uh, Alcohol. Yeah, it's the same thing everywhere. Like yeah. it's not the, just the it's aloe vera I know gel. it is. It's everywhere. Iowa's like that. Yep. Everywhere. Everybody that I've talked to on Facebook Messenger that are in different locations, it's the same everywhere. It's crazy. Dude. It's absolutely it's like that crazy. Three hours north. They are. Like I was telling you today. There's nothing. There's nothing up here. And you guys are even worse off being that far north. Mm-hmm. Like you're that much more disconnected. I seen a picture on Facebook today of People posted, said, I can't believe this, was the caption. And the picture was a lady with an SUV, her back hatch open. She had three grocery carts heaped as high as they would go. With toilet toilet paper, paper. and they were trying to, I think it was like a Jeep. It was like. I'm I'm like, what are you going to do with it? And they weren't like the little 12-pack rolls. They were like the 72 rolls. But here's the kicker to this whole toilet paper thing. Diarrhea bowel problems we'll call it is not isn't associated a well, yeah. they're doing it because so like, people are getting quarantined that's why all this is going on because people are getting so quarantined you can't get your into their Jane house to go get you a roll of toilet paper and leave it well, on your doorstep and then you go and grab it like 10 minutes yeah, later they're taking quarantined as you're not gonna be allowed yeah, like, to leave your house go anywhere for 14 to what 21 days or something yeah well i'm sorry weeks, 14 but, days I buy the biggest pack of toilet paper Walmart sells. It's like 96 regular rolls, yes. however many double rolls that is. <laughs> and A lot. I have my wife, me, and two kids. 
And Boys. Those, those kids shit a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't go through Dale, that. Pa- there's no it, way Dale has a big poop. It, it takes a long time for us to go through that damn big yeah. pack yeah. of toilet paper. No, it, it, That's it, the same it, way it we buy it. Absolutely no sense. Yeah. I, I cannot process I, it. I could see maybe getting an extra. I could but see buying one more. You, you don't need that many. No, you don't need to go and buy four Good or five. Lord. It's ridiculous. It's well, absolutely You bizarre. know when you go to the Home Depot and you get one of those like four foot long carts with the yeah. wheels and a handle to push? Yeah. There was a guy at Costco in Sudbury that had one of those stacked up as tall as he was buying toilet paper to take home. Oh, FYI, for, for those of you still listening and haven't checked out because we're talking about this <laughs> stupid virus thing, um, we li- in Canada and in provinces, there's districts, and our district is called the Algoma District. So we have the Algoma Public Health Department and Algoma this and Algoma that. So long and short of it is in, in the Algoma District. Mike, you're making so much damn noise. I'm sorry. Problem solved. I got you. I turned you down a bit. But we literally have zero confirmed cases of this in the Algoma district. Mm -hmm. And people are still going out and spending thousands of dollars. Oh, yeah. So so there's a photo. Oh, yeah. Did that probably person buy? I I literally am standing in in line for the self-checkout because that's the only place that moves efficiently. I hate using it because to me it's I'm literally doing work for doing somebody. Yeah, God, I hate that. But anyway, so I'm standing there in the self checkout line and I'm literally watching. And Mike and I had earlier today talked about. He goes, I don't understand <laughs> why it's toilet paper. I don't understand why people aren't buying Tylenol and Advil because if you have a fever, it helps bring it down. I'm like, hey. I'm standing in line. And I look over and I kid you not, Joel, four of the biggest boxes of Tylenol that you could buy, like with a bottle in it. <laughs> Four of those and four Advil like that. And I'm looking at them thinking in the back of my head, like, I want to say to them, really? Really? What do you possibly need that much pain medication for? Like, yeah, stop. Like if you need that much, you need to be at the hospital. Yeah. Like, yeah. like <laughs> you know. Like, there's two of you here. And by the your ages, something tells me so? you two don't have children. You probably live together. You mofos are not going to need a thousand tablets of Tylenol over the next month. Like, and if you do... <laughs> What are you doing? Picture this conversation, bro. Okay. Or bros, because it's both you and everybody listening. <laughs> so, for weeks, Amira, that's my daughter, on your March break, we got a big thing planned, super surprise trip. Daddy's been gone, so it's just going to be me, you, and Grandma, and your cousin Shane. Daddy, daddy, daddy. And guess what? Great Wolf Lodge is now closed for two weeks. Oh, man. Break that news to your six-year-old. Yep. Is is that why you're yep. uh, trying to get home? Well, that's part of it, yeah, because she's just, like, she's a mess, right? She's just like, uh, what do you mean we're not going? And it's like, Amira, like, there's this thing going. She don't care, right? She's yep. sick. She doesn't yep. understand it. And it's just like, it, 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 this, this is so, yesterday, right, Matt? I said it to you. I was like, when I saw that they were closing the schools, I said, this is the turning point of this whole thing here now in Canada. Because once you close the schools, all these kids are at home. Yep. It's serious, you hey, know, Mike, and they're doing it because yeah. I got something you can do when you go home, and uh, you have to tell it, you know, talk to your daughter about not being able to go Great uh. Wolf Lodge. You can say, uh. you know, there, there's this this game show that Dad used to watch when he was younger, and your Uncle Moose used to watch too when he was younger. And every <laughs> time somebody wouldn't win a really awesome prize, they would just play this sound. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that, yeah, my, that, that, my, that, my dear, is the sound of, of your hopes and dreams coming to a screeching halt. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So it's just Poor like, it, it, and I'm, I'm only telling that story because it, it just puts it into perspective, right? It, it, well, it yep. sucks. affecting everybody. Yes. I brought yeah. my kids you know, to Great Wolf and, Lodge, and I know how excited they were the very first time we took them. They were probably in and around around Amir's age the very first time they yeah. went. And yeah, that's that's well, very disappointing. There's kids in her class that have gone yeah. there. Yeah. Hey, so she's you, got like this perception, right? Like, do you guys have wands and everything? If you do go? No, we don't have crap. Well, before, no, if you guys, some, yeah, dude, we have wands from going a couple of times. We can give you one. You just got to get it set up for her and stuff. You'll be good to go. I save, want your lightsaber, bro. Save you a few bucks. I watched a your whole series of <laughs> I watched a whole series of videos today on man humor on Facebook of guys getting <laughs> hit in the groin over and over again. Oh, I love watching it was, that it, stuff. It was the worst because you're literally watching it unfold in front of you. You're like, oh, this is gonna hurt. And then it's like, oh <laughs> it's worst. By the twelfth like, one, you've you flinch for the twelfth time and you're realizing, why am yeah. I still watching? No. This? It's when you YouTube epic skateboard fails and oh. then watch it and cringe. No. <laughs> and you're like, I know what's about to happen. I watched uh <laughs> I watched a video today, it's from a couple of years back, um, at an F one race. Where <laughs> one of the drivers come in for a pit stop, and when he left, the pit guy didn't get his leg out of the way in time. I, liter oh. I literally stopped watching it as I watched his leg snap. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. exactly. Yeah, right. Right. Oh. Anyway, so Mike, do you have yeah, ever? Up, do you have any intention of wanting to maybe get into drag racing or, you know, try something well, up this summer or, you know, I need to figure out my life. And, like, find an actual career job. Because, like, as you know, so far this winter, my life has sucked. Yeah, kind of working 12 haven't days been able on to and do, well, I, I mean, that sounds so dramatic, right? It's just I can't do what I want to do because I'm so tied up. Well, because you, you, you're you trying to make the sure the family commitment also happens when you are home. It's it's the reality well, of that's it. That's it. Like, you, you, you work. I work 12 days and get two <laughs> days off. Yeah. Who gets freaking four days a month off? Come on. Like, let's be real here. We're kind of getting the short end of the stick. Yeah. Well, we know some guys that are and, going uh, in and working for two weeks and getting two weeks off. Yeah. And, you know, it, Dude, it is what it is. I was it's, So it's a buddy of ours that we grew up with as uh, being teenagers. And he literally goes in for two weeks, is off for two weeks. And he's going to be taking holidays. Matt, up? Matt, what? can I interrupt you? Well, sure. I got to use a shovel here for a second. Okay, so like you. mute me for. I'll just turn you down and you can tell me when you're ready. So he, uh, he's telling me that literally when he goes to take vacation, he's going to take two weeks off. So he'll have his two weeks off, his two weeks vacation, and then his two weeks off. He's going to get six weeks off straight. Wow. That's tempting to go to. Like, I, I don't want. What, I, is it, what does he do? He works in mine. Like, I don't want to be away from my family like that for two weeks at a time. But if you're telling me that when I go take my vacation, I can take six weeks off. Dude. That's <laughs> I hard. get bored. That's hard to say no to. Yeah, it is. Where, where is yep. this at? Up near Mike. Oh, really? Yeah. What kind of mine do they have up there? Oh, gold mine. Uh, what else do they got up there? They got a couple of them. Huh. Ah, uh, there's diamond, apparently. I don't know. Things are possibly going to blow up. What do you mean? Like, they're like, in the sense of, like, they're doing a lot of discovery. Oh. Like, like 
digging in the ground, drilling and seeing what's there. Are you trying to and say that we can all end up working up there? Uh, it might anything's Canadian. possible. <laughs> it's not worth it for you, man. The exchange rate no, right you now? Just need a, you just need a visa. Dude, pocket a couple of them like, diamonds. Not the credit card. Somebody, somebody on your side that's making nine dollars an hour is probably making more than somebody over here making minimum wage because of the exchange rate. Like if they were living on this side but working over there. Yeah. Look at my dad. What's your book? Your dad. Become a Canadian until I don't remember when. That doesn't help me any. Yeah, because your dad actually was born in Italy, right? He, yeah, he came here. He was eight months old. Now, do you guys have any family over there? Oh yeah, the motors were dead. Oh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was. But thinking. yeah, there's like brothers and sisters and aunts and stuff, but they were all older, eh? Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, most of them kicked the bucket. They've come over here. Like I've met a lot of them hmm. over the years, and. Uh, yeah, France. My nono had a sister in France, so she was French and Italian. But see, like I told you, because my dad kept his Italian citizenship like all those years, like whatever, 40 years. Yeah. Me and my sister have ours, right? Yeah, I know. Mike has two passports. Oh. He has yeah, a, an Italian passport and a Canadian. I wouldn't suggest going and visiting Italy right now. You can't anyway. <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> I wouldn't, that's for sure. Yeah, shout out to anybody in Italy that's that's trudging through this. I know uh, Biddy Designs there. He's he's in the thick yeah. of it, like right in pretty much in his area is where it's all going off the chain, and they've shut that whole country down. Yeah, like Oof. no bills, no nothing for thirty days. Everything's just pause. Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine? That's crazy. You don't have to pay your bills. What? I'm really like, hoping they make that please. kind of a crazy announcement for them from our finance minister or something like that. Cut us a We're break on our taxes. Next week. I would hope. Yeah, I wouldn't see, be upset by that. What scares me about this whole thing is, you know, they've shut. They've done the same thing. Our governor in Michigan shut down all the schools for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, the governor. There is no cases in the eastern upper peninsula, which is where Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan is. My fear is they're shutting the schools down for three weeks. Um, what are they going to do when the virus actually gets up here? Mm. And everybody gets sick, and they're gonna have to shut the well, schools down again. Same thing they with have you a guys. By then, and everybody has the vaccine. Well, that ain't gonna happen, right? So the better question is: Are you gonna? Are you, dude? From what I'm understanding, is they're talking about June, July before they can even start human trials of it. We're just the little freaking mice in a big maze here, folks. <laughs> you know, I know, like. It's, we don't know what's really going on. We just get told what we're told, and we have to go with it, right? Yeah. Well, all I know is it's impacting me. More. <laughs> it's impacting me. I can't get new RC cars. Yeah, the media <laughs> just the media has everybody so whipped into such a frenzy. It's not even. Funny. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, and that's the other big problem, right? And I've read a few things where they're talking about that, like the media has created such a shit show about all of this. And people are buying into it like the toilet paper thing. Yep. And it's the media that's caused it. Yep. This 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 virus is not that deadly. Nope. Uh, statistics show it. Even if it does infect a million people, the death rate's very low compared to the flu. Yep. The standard flu. And uh, everybody's losing their minds, and it's yes. just like they are. Why? I don't you know. know. 
I don't get it. I look at it this way: if I get it and I die, I get it and I die. There's nothing I can do about yeah, it. It wasn't. Oh, the brake wasn't on, Matt. Oh well. I forgot to set it. So you could have man, you could have manhandled it probably a couple of feet. Oh yeah. <laughs> we'd okay, have, so we'd have heard me, Mike me, live me. on the air okay. having a heart attack. We'll, we'll just turn I'm you down. There. That's all. You'll just have to yell when you need us. He's gonna start a snowmobile. I guarantee you. That's yeah, what you're gonna... and I, yeah, and then I got a little warm up. All right. Well, you you do that. I got you turned down enough. It shouldn't be too bad. Joel and I are gonna talk about some RC stuff. Yay. <laughs> so let's Yay. L- let's talk a little bit about. Like, you're obviously waiting for the new four-wheel drive buggy from TLR. Oh, yes. Obviously. Like, you're patiently waiting for it. I've been I've been up in the air whether I'm going to get it or not. Um, if it came out in January, like it was supposed to... You would have it? I'd have it. Is now, the problem because you don't want it sitting on the shelf all summer, really? Yes, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, it If they get released when they're supposed to, which Frank Root says, it's still on pace... I chatted with him on Facebook uh, two days ago, and he's usually pretty good like that. And yep. we all we also know Horizon's stance on stuff like this. If there's no news, they don't even they don't even hint at something. Yep. He, all he said he didn't say that it was a definite, but he, he said, said it's on track. It is on track to still be released when they said it would. If it does, I could have it in my hands, have it built in time for Hardwoods Race on the fourth of April. Hmm. So I could have a little warm-up before the spring flame. That would be nice. But do I really want to spend $500 on something for two races and then let it sit until October? Well, this is true. (laughs) So I don't know. I'm up in the air. I'm still up in the air. Every time I say, no, I'm not going to do it, there's a big race and Dakota races it. And I watch him whoop everybody's ass with it. And you're like, yeah, I got to have I think, it. Oh, I, I want to drive it. that I thing. I know. <laughs> I, I, want, I want a 7.4. I, I really do. The 6.4 is not bad. But I just, I can't. The, the whole thing that I didn't like about the 6.4 when I first had it is the same thing that, that's there with it. It's just, it's way too finicky. Like, even when I try and, like, numb it out and try and, like, calm it down then it completely goes away. So it's not even like there's a fine line. It's either way too much or not enough. Is it just twitchy? When it's not twitchy, it traction rolls like a son of a... Hmm. And then so when it's not twitchy, it doesn't want to rotate for me. So then it plows through corners. So I got to pick between having a car that's going to turn into the corner and let me like carry speed through it, but then I'm on the fine line of, okay, is it going to traction roll? And Oh. I'm back. Oh, he's back. <laughs> uh, I've, I've, like, in the past, I've just increased camber to try and, you know what I mean? So that way the tire can have a little bit more before it gets on edge. But, like, the one race I adjusted it out, I had, like, five degrees. Like, it was it was ridiculous. How's, how's your toe in, toe out? I would have to measure it all. I didn't really mess with it. I think what I've decided to do at this point is the electronics are going to come out of it. I think the, the hope and goal is is to order... Order... The parts that I need to convert my 6.1 into a 6.2 and maybe order a 6.2 kit as well and then have two two-wheel drive buggies and then the the stadium truck. I don't know. I like the stadium truck, but there's not very many guys running it either. I'm hoping at Spring Fling it's You haven't busy. been to our last races. Has it been busy? Yes. Oh, all right. Yes. Spring Fling, there will be a lot. I know. 
So what's your plan for that? Are you going down on Friday? What happened? So we were talking about toes. Yeah. So you know that dude that wiped out on the trail? Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, he went home today. Yeah. They went this morning. Yeah, I think his shit broke. His, his foot? His, dude, from the tips of his toes to halfway up his calves, man. Like, it was bad. Ooh. Yeah, and he somebody... had no control towards the inside. He could roll his foot out, but if he went to roll it in, it just flopped. Why didn't he go to the hospital? Because he's um, because he's from the United States of, of America. America and up here. Oh yeah, trust me. A hospital visit with no coverage in Canada isn't well, free. Apparently, <laughs> the dude designs car seats for some company and has really good insurance, but he still didn't want to go. So it was like, well, because his insurance is know. probably really good, just like mine is, but it's pay out of pocket and get reimbursed. Yeah, and, that, so. and that's no fun. Even no. when you have the money, it's no fun to have to put it out. So why didn't he drive down here and go across the That's river? probably what they did. Because they went home this morning, yeah. right? They're just from the Detroit area. Oh. So they just got in the... They lo- everything was loaded up. They spent the day up here yesterday. Because he only got a ride about a mile and a half. And he and crashed? And then he wiped out. And that was, that was the end. Yep. Yeah. Oops. So anyway, sorry, just you were talking about toes. <laughs> And, uh, well, we were talking about towing for a car, a car but okay. But right. <laughs> yeah, well, his toes was definitely in, <laughs> in bad shape. Toe in, toe out. That's <laughs> what happened. Wow. <laughs> his toe was in bad shape. <laughs> I feel bad for the like he was he was hurting. Like I you know, know that you know you drive eight hours to do something, and we can relate to that just in the RC stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> you drive eight hours, you blow an ESC or you're something stupid. Or you, bra- you break race. the one part you don't have and nobody else yeah. around you races the same brand yeah. of car that you have, so you can't get it? Yeah. yeah. That's why you don't race a Chocomo. I know. Tell me about it. Hey, man. <laughs> that four-wheel drive car was fast. Or the parts on back order and it's Mead? nowhere in North America. Mead's fast, will it? I know. Dude, that car is fast. If I actually was a half-decent driver and could keep it together, I would have been fast with it. Look at how well it ran after I had to friggin' JB weld it back together, man. I, I shouldn't have ran that other heat of mod with it. I should have waited and, and ran in the A of frickin'. Hey, you got to run my Team C car. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> I was trying to be polite about that car. That I thing t- was a hunk of I shit. T- I told you. You weren't lying. There was a reason that I wasn't yeah. running it. I, I was so confident that I had the jam that weekend. I'm like, it, I'll make it work, bro. And then I got it out there. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> he wasn't kidding. This thing's a handful. <laughs> and you know, the one I borrowed from Charlie the year before was money. Oh, that thing. Because that's what got you to go over there. Yeah, yeah. That thing was, I mean, it was, I should have had second. Charlie got out. I know. He quit. He's, he's racing a little bit of on road. On road, yeah. Like he got, he pretty much got out of everything. He's doing the, he's four wheeler. He's riding four wheelers. Yeah. We'll see how many tree roots he hits and f- ends up in the trees. <laughs> he's done that a couple <laughs> times. I love his videos. At least he posts when he rashes. Uh-huh. I'm waiting okay. to get a good one of me falling off the sled. It just hasn't happened. Yet. So we're talking about four wheeler videos. Yeah. How about that dude in that one video where he's trying to straighten his handlebars out with oh, the strap <laughs> to the tree? Oh, and he pulls the handlebars right off. That was awesome. <laughs> That was awesome. <laughs> I was trying to figure. I'm like, I was watching it at work with no sound, and I'm like, what is this idiot trying to do? I thought he was trying to pull somebody. That somebody was stuck, and he was trying to pull him out. Uh, yeah, he's trying I, to straighten out the bars. Well, that's what. I, then I, I listened to it with sound, and I'm like, oh my god. 
What an idiot. <laughs> it's like, are you having a bad day right now? Just watch this video. It'll make it all better. Oh, <laughs> Why do we get such pleasure out of watching people's demises? Because right. it's not our money being flushed down the toilet. True. Well, it's better when you're in such a good mood that you're having such a good time. It doesn't matter when you flush a bunch of money down the toilet. You know, yeah. you know, like when you plug in the ESCs backwards. Yeah. Been there. You feel Isn't that the worst? You feel the tingle through your fingers as you do it, and you go, I don't even have to try and turn it on. Well, I just done screwed that up. It's, it's the sparks and the <laughs> followed by the magic smoke. You've had a couple of fireworks in your in your racing oh, career. Yeah, but you're usually on the track when they happen. <laughs> See, that's why I was hoping hoping Norm was going to make it because, dude, that guy has got some stories that are. Dude, what oh. about the time whose car was it at the one race caught on fire on the track? He's sitting across <laughs> from me. Just... That's probably yeah, me. It was it was Joel's car caught on fire. Was and... that Joel's? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Somebody grabbed it and hucked it. That was the with a, there. I'm, I'm pretty hot, sure it was, was Dale or Hobby Wing. Uh, yeah, V3. It, it, was a, it was a couple years old. I mean, I, I got my money out of that thing. It was in my my twenty two four. Yeah, I'm kind of at. The, I won't lie to you. I'm at that point with all my electronics that if anything fails, it's like okay, I I, I got my investments worth out of it. I can I can deal buying new now. I don't that, even need the, to do the warranty. Replace. That one I technically got for free because well, I I well <laughs> I paid for it. I I found some some site online. Mm-hmm. It was straight, oh from, straight from China. <laughs> I got, I got this thing. It was, I don't know. I paid. You know, they retailed for like two hundred and some bucks. I got it for like one hundred and fifty bucks. I paid for it, waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, and then I finally got tracking. And I'm waiting on this tracking and waiting on this tracking, and it's, uh, it's in this Chinese place, and they're, it, it stopped and it didn't move, and finally on day twenty nine. You got 30 days through PayPal to file a claim. I filed a, I filed a claim. And I told them, I'm just doing this. So if it doesn't show up, I get my money. Cause, yep. And they, I mean, I provided PayPal with all the all the conversation and the everything and the tracking number. And they provided them with the tracking number. And it was supposed to have gotten here. Um. The date had passed by like a couple of weeks, and I was I was calm about it. I mean, it's coming from China, and they finally after after about a month, PayPal sided with me, gave me my money back. I forgot about it. I had gotten something else by this time and was erasing. Like two and a half, three months later, like five months after I ordered it, I was sending this package in the mail, and I'm like, "What the hell is this?" Open it up. <laughs> cool. <laughs> it didn't have minor match name on it, so you knew. You knew. Yeah, well, this was. Oh, this was before think, we were using the house was, of Joel for yeah, ordering. I think this was before you started sending no, all your packages Wiggins, to me. Wiggins, the Wiggins it's, shipping it's, department. It's, 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 depot. Depot. Oh, shipping Michigan depot. sheep. Yeah. <laughs> You're a depot. You're like a FedEx depot. Like a FedEx yep. depot. <laughs> yep. I got shelves oh. in my garage just for you two and all your Amazon boxes. I'm not as oh, bad sweet. anymore. <laughs> I just fixed my ratchet strap. Oh, Ooh. did you? Yeah, I put enough tension on it. It popped out of the little crevice on the hook, mm. but it hurt. Would you like a cookie? Pat on the no, back? No, just... No, it hurt my hands. I was reefing on the ratchet. Wimp. Well, that's kind of like the ATV uh, switch that I ordered <laughs> that, that said it was delivered, and you're like, no, it's not here. <laughs> so I, I go through the process of saying, hey... um, 
it ain't here. It says they delivered it, but it never showed up. Well, they literally refund me the money like two days later. And then Joel messages me, oh, I found it. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, I went to the other address that's pretty much like mine, except West, and it was there, or whatever it was. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. That was funny. I, I called, the, I knew. I know our postmaster, Yeah, I called her, and I'm like, here's the tracking number, here's whose name was on it, it's not mine, but, you know, it, it, it never came to my house. I'm like, we had our, and they talked, and it was a different delivery driver. And he mixed up east and west somehow, and it went. So where it, is west? Because you're on east. Straight across. It's the just other side across of the, the street. street? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like 100 yards down the road from my house is west 14th <laughs> Avenue. Right. Across Ashman Street, and it, it went there. See, I used to know the lady that lived there. Right. And she used to bring me mail like once All the a week. Time. Yeah, like once a week she'd bring me mail. And say here, I don't, this got delivered to my house instead of yours. <laughs> a, the funny thing is, is, I've never gotten any her mail. That's kind of none weird. of their mail has ever come to our house, but our mail goes to their house all the time. Do you think it's maybe because they go over there first? I have no idea. I bet you. That's what I'm going with. Whatever. Well, the good news is Rick can still come on the show tonight. Michael is doing. Oh, I know. Tyler's already building that thing. Shout out to my buddy Tyler picking up a new element today. A builder's kit. Good stuff, bro. That's my goal. So that's that so one of my next but dude, I got like like nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I got a bunch of builds going on. So I'm gonna buy one of those element enduro builders kit. What is it? What do you build? It's a scale like trail truck. It's just oh, the boring. It's just the kit though, right? Like there's no body for it, no wheels and tire. It's just the truck. So you kinda get to build your own. All right. But I'm going to buy, they released an IFS kit for it. So I'm going to get that and I'm going to make like more of like a, a, a pre-runner truck out of it. What? Is this like Build-A-Bear for adults? Well, it's a kit. It's just called a builder's kit. The idea behind it is because is you don't you don't even know like the scaling side of it. The, no, I was just making a joke, bro. Uh-huh. I was making a joke. Associated's idea with this with this builder's kit, Mike, was just instead of giving you a body that you can paint and the rims and tires, yeah. they are going to let you, now you can pick your own rims and tires. You can pick your own body, and the kit's way cheaper because it doesn't come with that stock. Right. right? Yeah, well, and it so, makes it more yours, right? Right, I well, mean, that's it because that's usually, Associated identified that most people that build a kit, they don't use the stock body they don't use the no. stock rims and tires they no. usually replace all that crap right away so why that why, stock body goes on a shelf and you yeah. never see it again why, why burden the the purchaser with having all that extra stuff that either they got to put somewhere sell or whatever just cut the cost off the cost of the kit and buy what you want for it. Yep. but i like that idea because then i can order the rims and tires that i want to get the look that i'm after and i can order the body that i want that so i can get the look versus that that scenario I was just talking about. So I I think it's a great idea, and dude, no, in, it is. It's in an the, awesome idea. In the RTR trucks, did you see how they had make like the garage is the box? So when you get an RTR and uh, Sendero, it's a like a scale garage. All of their packaging now offers scale accessories for the garage. <laughs> like the one the one thing is like an alleyway that goes between the two different garages because the two different RTRs are two different things. The IFS kit is like some some stuff to put in the scale garages, like on the walls. It's ridiculous. It's cool. I like it because now instead of just throwing boxes out, there's a reason to try and repurpose them. I like huh. the kind of idea behind it. 
I know scaling's not for everybody, but yeah, I'm not into that. Well, I, I've said it before. I got dicks for fingers. So I like to go fast. Me and little scale. Me too, but I like that kind of side of stuff too. I like stuff looking pretty when it's up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I like going fast. That thing goes fast. Oh yeah, but it doesn't turn. Jim, he makes them go fast. What go fast? <laughs> I still Jim. I still say Jim's a sandbagger. Like- <laughs> he he takes his time in the in the heats. All the time, and he doesn't look like he's a threat whatsoever because he's just, you know, just do, 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 do. And then the main comes along, and it's like he finds another gear, and he's still that same, like, do, do, do. And it's like, Jim, that's not fair. <laughs> what the hell? You sandbag. <laughs> no, I'm talking about like Jim and making like crawlers go ridiculously fast because he's done it. Yeah, he does all kinds of crazy stuff, him with the crawlers. <laughs> he just built an, an axial kit actually for, I think, Warren. Locally, Jimmy. I think so. Jimmy's World. Yes, Jimmy's World. That guy is free money. It. Free money giveaway. It's ridiculous. It is. <laughs> it's crazy. The What's guy gives got? away a hundred dollars a week. For a while, he was giving away two hundred dollars to two winners, so a hundred bucks each for a few weeks, and then he went back down to a hundred dollars a week. I think the two hundred dollars a week one got a little oh, expensive. Yeah, so- does his wife know about this? His wife helped, like, kind of supports him. So basically, Jim has been giving up his his hobby, like his 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 money that he can invest into his hobby and that and and doing it to promote his YouTube channel and and get more subscribers and like he wants to make it where he can give like a thousand dollars a week away to one person. Oh wow! That's what he wants to get to. He'd love to be able to give like five thousand. I'm like, dude, you're gonna become like. The YouTube lottery yeah. machine or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, <laughs> what? Well, I can give him a suggestion on who to give that that kind of money to. Well, all you got to do is you just got to check out his video and put your number of guests in there. I've yeah. won it once. Yeah. Back when he was giving away. Uh, he was 50 doing bucks? It, yes. Yeah. But I, I said, let it ride. Like, throw it back into the pot. Now I kind of wish I wouldn't, though. Because then at yeah. least I would have had something back, that back I Back when there was like eight viewers? Yeah, and, yeah. But it's okay. I Jason, keep... Jason Walter won one, man. Yeah, dude, back I actually too. try and just make sure that I get get to them as soon as he puts them out. Because when he first started, like you said, there was like eight comments. Now, like, it was 12 hours. Like, this morning when I got up to get ready for work, it had already been out. And there was like, well, I didn't go to work this morning. Sorry, when I got up to make coffee this morning, I was off today. My bad. Allah, Allah. But uh, it had already had like 62 comments on it. Yeah. And I'm like, holy crap. I'm like, okay, so pick my number. Now let's scroll through. Because usually what I do is I scroll to the bottom just to see like how many people have actually put in numbers, if anybody's yep. repeated. And then once I get to the bottom, I go, okay, let's find my number. And now as I scroll back up, I'll look to, to make sure my number isn't commented. And then that's what I do. Huh. I'm trying anyway. Poor Mike, listen to the workout. Cool. This, this is the workout that Mike goes through just to take the cover off of his sled, to put it on the trailer, to put the cover back on the sled. Well, no, so... If he would have bought a ski don't, he would have had one of those covers that you could just put on it and ride it onto the trailer, and then, like mine. No, no, no. But he bought a poop I'm doing yeah. something here. So, because I got to travel the highway so much, and I don't, I need to put anchors on this trailer, it always slides. Oh, the snowmobile? Forwards or backwards, yes. So now, tonight, I'm taking a bit of time and I've come up with a way. So what I've done is I've strapped the front to the the, uh, the ski bar. Mm-hmm. 
And at the back, I've got the sled pulled back. So now it can't move forward and it can't move backwards. Yeah. Well, I know some guys have actually mounted those ski bars where the sled, it goes right in behind the spindles. Yes. So this summer, there's a little bit of a project that needs to happen here because this whole process is very lengthy. Sounds like to me you just need to buy some super clamps. Like Sounds to me like he needs to buy a truck so he can go to the nearest snowbank, back into it, and no, drive a snowmobile into no, it. No, that's not easy anymore. Oh. No. No, it's not. Why? Because see, so his snowmobile is so big that like my my sled is small and light enough that if it gets a little unruly getting it on and off the truck, I can still kind of manhandle it. His sled weighs, I think, like five hundred or six hundred pounds. Six hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, right. it's 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 a twenty inch wide track, hundred fifty five inch Polaris Titan. It's massive. Well, that's why you back up to a snowbank and drive it up onto the snowbank and bend to the back of your truck. Yeah. Why not? We've seen that go so wrong. Yeah. As long as you don't have ramps and jump it over. And then, like that one video I oh, saw. Crap! <laughs> oh God, there's some good ones. But here's the issue: my trailer's ten feet long. Yeah. This sled, ski tip to track end, is ten feet. How long is it? Like, you know how much it sticks out the back of a truck if you only got, especially if you only got like a six foot box. Never mind if you end up with a five and a Not half. Not bad foot if you got an eight foot with it. It's like an eight yeah, foot box. It's got a got a foot and a half, two foot long tailgate <laughs> that hangs down. You'll be all right. It wouldn't yeah. be terrible. Like, even in the back of my truck, it, it would be all right in the back of my truck. But there would no still doubt. be a, a bit hanging out the back huh. with the 155. Wow. The 146 on my truck, I think maybe 10 inches of the track hangs off the back of my... No, not even. Maybe six inches of track hangs off the tailgate. Wow. But that's why I got a quad cab. Everybody says it to me all the time. Oh. I got the quad cab. There's no room in that. It's like, well, in 2014, when I bought my truck, it was get a six and a half foot box and a quad cab or get the five and a half foot box and get the crew cab. And I decided that I wanted more room to put crap in my truck yep. than people in my truck. Plus, the kids were young then. Now that they're older, I feel terrible. Thank God my wife got a new car. <laughs> like it's, it sucks riding in dad's truck now. Well, because they're teenagers now, right? They're bigger. They're... Never mind. I'm not even sure how we managed to put four full-grown well, adults in that and drive down to St. Ignis. I think you should just stop feeding your kids, and you'll accomplish a few things. One, they'll stop growing. Two, your grocery bill will be a lot less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three. Well, yeah, let's not even get into that. Then we talk about... No, no, we're you not going to talk about that. kids and Mark is... You're way off track with Michael here. <laughs> Matt gets to... <laughs> Well, that's this is the best ever. part of the podcast. Well, we got to call Rick, though. We got to talk about tires. Gone bananas. Okay, we'll call Rick. Well, I'm going to call Rick. I haven't but, talked to Rick in like a couple of years. But we're going to need to take a small break because I got to use a resticle room and and then we'll call Rick. How does that sound? It sounds great. So we're going to take a quick <laughs> break good. and everybody's going to listen to a, an advertisement from Cow RC because I haven't produced any new ones from anybody else. And that pretty much is, quite frankly, is the best one that I have. And. I don't know what Mike or I did to our Gone Bananas ones that him and I recorded, but both of them literally go like this. They go from being normal sound to being back here and then being like, hey, guys, it's just, you know, hey, you want to come and buy Gone Banana <laughs> racing skins? It's like it's like that. So it's like I don't even want to play them. So anyway. Okay, we're going to take Why a break. Why that happen? <clears throat> Maybe what I'll do is I'll isolate Mike's heavy breathing and I'll just play that for them as a commercial. <laughs> heavy, no, heavy, no. Is, no. <laughs> is heavy breathing getting you down? 
tune in to the yep. next MBM podcast and listen to Mike's way of breathing heavy. Sorry. I always breathe. <laughs> Hopefully he'll be in his car and on, a, on the road. We don't have to listen to it anymore. On the road again. Oh, uh, wow. You guys don't like listening to me moaning and groaning out here? I'm used to it because I talk to him on the phone often enough. So now it's just like when he first was breathing like that, I'm like, D- are you okay, bro? Like, are you going to have like a heart attack? Anyway, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Cow RC, the radio-controlled maintenance king since 2008. Providing the RC community with the world's best pit mats, park trays, performance aerosols, and much more. Through smart design, superior performance, and 100% made in the USA, Cow RC products are a real value. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Follow Cow RC on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or order direct at cowrc.com. Save 10% with code IMOVE. That's code I-M-O-O. CowRC. Maintenance King. All right, we're back. Hello. We're San- we're Sansa Rick though. I tried to call him twice and we got voicemailed. So uh, after full ringage, so we'll see we'll see if he calls back. If not, we'll just we'll catch up on with the next episode because I'm I'm honestly hoping to really try and actually do these like you know every two weeks now. Now that I've sat down and done two in one week, we've heard that for like three months. I know I lose motivation. Like uh, when it's because I, you're out playing with your little snowmobile instead of playing with your toy cars. No. On, oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, oh, oh. I can merge calls. Hang on a minute. Working on it. Working on it. If I hit merge into call with... Yeah. Yeah. Did that work? Hello? 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 Why didn't it... Well, how dilly is that? Mike, you there? Mike. Rick. Oh, Mike's. Yeah, I'm good. here. Oh. I muted myself. Because <laughs> you guys were bitching so much, so I was like, the hell with this. Okay, we're going to call Rick back because he did try. Um, he says, try try again. So try calling him. Hello. Hey. Hello. Mr. Banana Man. How's it going? Wonderful. So, so Rick, there's a whole bunch of us. Yeah, Mike, you're definitely going to have to do the mutant situation. Until you're stationary. Hello. Hello. Yes. Hello. Hello. Rick. Hello. Yep. How are you, Rick? I'm good. Who's I up? haven't talked. I haven't talked to you in like two years. Really? Yeah. Who's up? It's Michael. Michael. Matt and Michael, you know. Okay. Wow. Well, like Matt doing? and Mike. That used to do the podcast together. Okay, and now <laughs> I remember. How are you? I am freezing right now. <laughs> I'm trying Why to load that? my snow. Because I'm oh. talking with Matt and Joel, and I'm trying to load my snowmobile on my trailer so I can come home. 
He's okay. being he's being a wonderful fill uh, fill in last minute replacement for for Norm who couldn't make it because he's having. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how good of a replacement I'm being right now, though. It's all right. We're we're we're. Hey, listen. I've discovered one thing. Sometimes it's not quite about what we're talking about. It's just the fact that we're talking and it's entertaining for the most part. So I'm sure oh, some yeah, people will never... be screaming at us for earlier for talking about the whole coronavirus, but it is what it is. Rick, my friend, how are you? I'm good. That's great I'm to good. hear. So where are you at right now that's got you all occupied and, and busy, busy? Because I know you're a very busy man right now. I'm on Hudson, Indiana at Finish Line Raceway here in Indiana. Okay. And uh, we're, having, we're having practice tonight and the Gone Bananas uh, race three of the three race series I put on down here is happening tomorrow. Cool. So. How's the track? It's fast. Fast. Really, Got really fast? Big jumps in there. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I'm got my buggy down to 16 so i'm pretty proud so is that is it like marka big jumps um yeah really yep. wow yeah they got like a 16 foot tabletop ah that's nothing come there. to come to spring fling we got a bigger one yeah, so there's there's a few reasons why we wanted to have you on. First of all, we obviously want to talk about everything gone bananas because it's been a it's been a minute since we have and and I know you've been really busy and and you know want to get the word out to everybody that you you know you kind of have a few things you're taking care of right now, but drag foam and that kind of stuff is on the agenda for you. It's not that you're uh, completely neglecting it, but you do have your seasons yep. of of racing. So so just to maybe make it a little clear for everybody, let's talk a little bit about like what what kind of foam are you usually working on and at what time of the year are you usually working on it? Just because maybe some people don't realize, um, you know, how much, you, like how much business you've done prior to getting into the drag racing stuff. Cause there are some guys that know you for your drag racing foams that have no idea that you yep. even make foams for indoor carpet indoor racing, carpet racing, right? Yep. So like what kind yep. of a schedule are you on? So your indoor season is coming to a close, right? Making tires for that for the yep. most part. Yeah. My, I'm having one last race out at uh, Stars, uh, Muscatine, Iowa. I got one in April and the last one's in May. But I posted on my Gone Bananas page that I'm going to start doing drag foams tomorrow. I mean, Monday. Yep. Because I got a huge backlog of orders. Just a minute, it's kind of loud. That actually wasn't that bad. I, 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 I definitely, it wasn't as bad there a second ago, but <laughs> nasty. I'm outside. I think um, <laughs> no, some of these guys don't realize I don't carry a lot of drag foam going into the fall and winter. I, cause I stock up on indoor carpet tires, but Lately, I've been stocking up on drag foam, and the shipments are supposed to be coming today or Monday, I hope, so, so I can get working. Have you been experiencing any issues with your supply chain or anything like that with that wonderful <laughs> coronavirus <Fire>? crap? <laughs> uh, some of it got held up in customs, but they released it, so... Well, that's good. That's good. Well, that's awesome. So, so basically, it sounds like to me. Then, usually, come probably August, September, you're kind of dwindling down on the drag racing, and that's when you're kind of ramping up for, for like indoor carpet season. Indoor carpet. All right. But so. um, 
I think this year I'm going to do things a little different. So I'm going to continue making carpet tires and drag tires at the same time. So I don't, I don't fall behind. Good. Um, I still have that, to send you a whole be, bunch of, <laughs> a whole bunch of wheels. <laughs> I went to Muscatine last weekend, um, hosted a race there and, Guys gave me boxes of just two-wheel drive buggy tires. Can you have them done by the 4th? I said, I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, so, no, it's been pretty crazy. November, December, I got really busy. I dragged foam, and I thought I had more boxes than I did, and I didn't. So, then okay. I have all these. I had, I got probably... 24 customers I got to get glued up right away. So. Oh, wow. You got a little bit of work to do then, that's for sure. Yeah. It didn't help being sick for having the flu for three days in February. Yeah, that put you down for a few, didn't it? Yeah. That's what, Well, but that's what happens when you're a one-man show. When you're the man out there in the garage doing the work and you get sick, it it can't get done magically by the, you know, there's no Keebler elves out there. and Santa don't have uh, a bunch of, uh, you know. I'm, I'm going to try to find somebody just to take and rough up all my wheels, send them to them and stuff. An internship. That's what Rick needs an intern. He he needs somebody that'll come work for, for, for experience. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Oh my God. I'm going to go back inside. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, small, small town of, 500 and there's more action here than where I live. Well, so how are things at home for you? Have you noticed the same kind of craziness that everywhere else is experiencing? Oh, yeah. But uh, I haven't noticed the toilet paper shortage. <laughs> it's it's a rampant problem here in, at home for us. It it's is. absolutely crazy. Really? It's, it's insanity. It's crazy. But that's awesome. So, Rick. What are you doing in like, you know, four or five weeks, you know, around April 17, 18, 19th? Um, I think about coming up there if I can get scheduled and get some uh, Drake poems caught up here. Well, I, I'm going to cross my fingers and toes and, and I'm going to encourage everybody to, to send positive vibes Rick's way. Cause I would really, really love to see you up here. I'd, I'd love to come down and race with you guys. Like I know Marka right now is having a bit of an issue with some zoning and, and stuff like that, that, that I believe the yeah. property owner and land landlords trying to work out and, and whatnot. Hopefully that gets resolved. I really wanted to come down to Muscatine, Iowa and race with you guys. It's just, unfortunately with the dates, it's just, it's, it's just not making it happen for me at the moment. But I would love to see you and, and maybe some of those guys if they can drag their butts all the way over here and do me one more solid and come race with me. <laughs> I told uh, Jamie from uh, uh, Pit Stands. Is it Pit Stands or Pit Boss? Uh, no, Pit, pit Boss. Pit John? No, John's Pit Boss, and then there's another one that makes stands that are very like his but have... Um, the little hole. Yeah, at the front. Pit Towers. Pit Towers, that's it, yeah. Yeah, Pit Towers. <laughs> Um, yeah, some guys that they'd be interested in coming up, they're kind of busy. Oh, I see, I see. I don't know yet. I hope you can. I hope maybe you can convince some of those guys. I'll, I'll, I'll pepper a couple of the usual suspects and see if they can 
maybe put a entourage together. Hop in with the Tollards. They'll be coming. Yep. They they were the first but ones I, to book a hotel room. Dude. Who? Jim, Jim and Cole Tollard. Okay. Yeah, they'll they'll definitely be coming. Dude, I couldn't believe it. I called to book a room at the hotel, and usually we get the yeah. suite. Somebody yeah. had bought in the suite just for the Saturday night. And I'm thinking, like, oh. really? Just for the Saturday night, you guys? Like, really? <laughs> so I'm not staying in the suite well, this year. But we're leaving the kids at home. That's okay. Call back because with this whole virus. and We think a bunch of people pe- canceled. People might be canceling some rooms. I'm okay. I not don't necessarily mind. from the spring fling, but other rooms at the casino I, may have had booked. For, for, for yeah, yeah. People might not be traveling now. So. I'm not upset. We got a single king for the wife and I. We're going to leave the kids at home for the weekend. That'll be different. It'll yeah. be the first time we've been down at Spring Fling, and I don't have to worry about acting like a dodo head with my kids around. <laughs> but, uh, That's funny. Taking your kids? No, the kids are going to be staying home this time. They usually do go down to that race with us, right? But uh, we just yeah. we, can't, we can't get the bigger room, and especially now with you know the oldest is going to be sixteen in August, the youngest turning thirteen in May. They they are not about sharing a bed no more. So yeah, that's fine. We just leave them at home. Oh well, shucks. But um, <laughs> they just put up a new hotel close to our finish line, and I booked a room there. It's ninety dollars for the night. Oh, man. It's oh. awesome! Especially a brand new hotel. That's cool. Because when Norm and I went down to that uh, your first Gone Bananas race down there a couple of years ago, that crap, we had to drive a long ways to get to a hotel. Yeah, you uh, stay in the town right up. Right into Indiana there? I can't think of the name of it. Yeah, it, I forget what it was called, but yeah, it was, you had to go. It was like 17, 18 miles away. Yeah, so. Um, that's a bit of a drive. So that's cool. If, well, it's like my wife being crazy and wanting to go all the way to Mount Pleasant when we raced down at Hardwoods. Hardwoods. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. She want to stay at the, that's 50, a long haul back. At the $50 special. <laughs> it, and it's, that, like, listen. I've stayed in some quote-unquote sketchy places like the Muscatine Inn when we went to Iowa. That place no. was that place was bad, okay? Like, I tried to, like, put some definite, like, you know, shine-me-up shit on it, but there yeah. was no shine yeah. in that turd. It was a turd. And, okay, it was a turd. It is what it is. My wife stayed there. She put up with it. So I'm thinking, I got her licked. She's going to stay at the friggin' Alma Inn like, like yep. nothing. Nope. She stayed there once. And she said, I'm never staying here again. I'm like... It's a thousand times nicer than Muscatine. We stay here all the time. They uh, when we, the first time uh, I brought Alex down there, yeah, um, and we stayed at the Alma Inn. We went in. Well, che- we went in to check in, and you know I did a little check-in thing. And we get back out to the car, and Alex is like, "Dad, did you understand a word that guy said?" <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then. At, the next the next <laughs> night when we were heading home because we stayed two nights because I didn't want to drive back with him because the race yeah. lasts until yeah. like eleven o'clock. Yeah, we're on our way home and he was like, "Dad, can we come down again? Can we stay somewhere else?" I'm like, "Why?" He was like, "That place is kind of sketchy." <laughs> this coming yeah. from a coming from a ten year old, but it wasn't that bad. That's no, the it worst wasn't. Part. It wasn't. Like, I was I was anticipating. You read the reviews on on the things and you you think it was a lot worse than it you, is. you would you would but it wasn't any worse than some of the places some no, of the other guys no, were trying I've to definitely stay stayed in worse places yeah that's for sure yep so, most of the time you're only there to lay your head down anyhow so yeah that's it you just need a few hours of shut eye that way you don't yeah 
So, Rick, what are you running for cars right now? Because you're obviously racing when you do go to these races, and I know you've been kind of yep. a little bit here, a little I'm bit running, there. Uh, I'm running the new Yokomo L Cal 3. So oh, those are got fast. it all dialed in. It's, I'm really liking it. So. Look at that. We have a local guy. John Mead is running one of those. Yeah, John made the big splurge over. He is, in the, he is fast. If he could ever put a whole race together. He would he would be right there, but he he's I don't know if in the beginning yeah. or halfway through the race he always has as I call him, he has those brain fart laps. I have them a lot. Oh yeah, where and, you uh, have like a pretty well, yeah. good run, you'll yep. get like three or four really good laps together, and yep. then botch the next three or four. Yeah, but his fast laps yeah. are always are they're always right there. Um, I'm always off the pace, but that's because I just I don't I don't concentrate enough on my setup. I don't tinker enough to actually try and make it better. Like I'm just, you know what I mean? I'm content with just trying to make it work the way it handles. And I got to get, yeah. I got to get past that. I got to get just, you know what? A- a- F it. Let's throw the kitchen sink at it. Oh, mm-hmm. that didn't work. Okay. Let's try something different. And I think that's going to be my kind of game plan for spring fling this year. Cause I plan to be there Friday for one o'clock and I'm spending until my wife says, Hey, seriously, <laughs> let's go to the hot tub. So probably till like eight thirty yeah. nine. I'm, I know I really like it. I put the sway bars on it, and wow, what a difference it made. Yeah, I will say that. Like my the new cars I'm running, like the six ones and stuff like that, they all have sway bars, and I never had any of that stuff on my like my, my DTM when I did even make it a carpet car, or even my yeah. like the only car I ever ran sway bars on was my four four three. Yeah. Right. I've all, it, since the since the what, the twenty two the three came out, um, we put the laydowns in them. Um, ever since then, I've been running sway bars. I got to um, get serious yep. about my setup. I don't know enough about it. Mm-mm. I rely too much on everybody else to kind of give me ideas. Sometimes you just got to drive and put your own setups in them. So. Yep. I found with, I just been making small changes this year with the the 22 5.0 and it's yeah it seems to it responds well i mean i read up on stuff on the internet and i'll try a, just little things and i'm i'm right there speed wise with the fast guys at locals at the frank and uh john mead and, so you got you you guys are talking about setup yep remember joel when i put together my first tlr we were running at the elementary school yep and remember i had put that thing on the back backwards yep (laughs) and like the worst thing i ever did was flip it around because the car never drove the same yeah i never figured that out (laughs) but the whole part the whole part the the camber link where the camber links go on the back of the 22 it was a 4.0 it's an aluminum piece that wraps around the transmission in the back and Mike had it upside down, and he ran it like that. And, like, but that car was—it was dialed, man. <laughs> Mike, it for, was dialed. for Mike, it was dialed. <laughs> hey, man, listen. When when he gave me the controller to his two two four, and he said drive it, and I said full send drive it. He goes drive it. I was faster with it, but man, I was worried about breaking it. Like oh the, man, the the twenty two, the twenty two four, the yeah, four wheel drive. I, I, did you get the two point Mike? Yeah, he had the two point Yeah, that thing. Yep. The first night I drove it, I thought it was his two wheel drive buggy. 
Oh, really? It, it was driving. It, it, well, it's, it seemed slow. Right. I mean, it, listening to the lap times on the computer, it was fast. Yeah. But it seemed slow, and it drove so good. I was like, man, I got to get me one of these. I finally <laughs> got one, and I don't know what Mike did to his, but mine drove like shit, and I sold it. <laughs> <laughs> I hated it. I hated that thing. That was just all luck, man. I, that I was raced your it, luck. I raced it like twice at Casey's and twice down at Hardwoods. And I sold it. I, I said, screw this. Well, you hated it. You hated your 22.4. I remember yeah, that. I, my 1.0 wasn't bad. But I knew another one was coming out, and I had an opportunity to sell my 1.0, so, so did. I did. Yeah. And then yeah. when the 2.0 come out, I didn't have any money. And uh, when I finally yeah. got around and I bought one, I bought one used from a guy for a pretty good price, and I went through it and redid everything. And um. I thought I put was a pretty good, decent setup on it, and I I rehashed that setup like every race day. I was going back and holy shit! I, I was trying every that guy out every damn thing. <laughs> I changed everything on that car, trying to dial it in, and I. I now Ron Jackson loves his. Oh yeah, Ron's faster than oh, heck he with is. his. I love racing with Ron, but oh. I never figured yeah. mine out. I. I bu- I bought some of them damn twenty dollar Kyosho Springs to try on it. Screw that. <laughs> so so Rick, um, I like I don't want to hold you up too long because I know you're still uh, out there at the track and everything like that. Um, and I do want to wrap up the show because I don't want to be going all night either. Uh, so Rick, yeah. let's let's talk about some of the races you got coming up and everything like that because uh, I do know you have a few more races scheduled still for the Gone Banana um, challenges and that. So what's the dates? If you know them offhand, uh, April fourth, fourth and fifth at Muscatine, Iowa. Then um, Mark is supposed to have their race at the end of this month, but that depends on zoning. But uh, Muscatine, I got three races there, and one will be a, last one will be in May. So. Cool. Awesome. All right. So April 4th and 5th in Muscatine, Iowa. Again, the one in Marka is still pending, and then we'll uh, we'll get some more dates, and we'll have you on again before you have any more in Iowa. Actually, what we'll do is we'll set up, and we'll talk to you again right after the race is in, uh, in Iowa on April 6th, and we'll put something together for that, so that way we have an episode for that. Michael, mute yourself, Montferrer. <laughs> what was it? Um... Yeah, yeah, no. Like we still got decent accumulation on the ground, but we've had a lot of warm days recently that have kind of rained a little bit, and so it's it's not exactly snow. It's more like hard, icy. It's like ice crystals stuff. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, it would be better if I was at home and we could talk better. So. Yeah, no, I know it was going to be a little bit of a spur-of-the-moment thing. And I, Yesterday I knew you were at home, but Alex had an allergic reaction, so yeah. we, we, we postponed it. I ended up it. at the ER yesterday, or last night, with my little guy. And, and the good news is? He's fine. He's going to be A-OK, <laughs> so it's all worth it at the end of cool. the day. But, uh, cool yeah, Rick, deal. I'll let you get back to her there. Good luck this weekend with everything. Good Hopefully luck, everybody Rick. has a good time at the Gone Banana Racing Challenge. Of course, everybody... If you don't already follow Banana Racing Skins on Facebook, you need to get over there and give the page a like. The link will be in the description for this episode on Podbean website, so you can find it quickly and easily and go give them a like. Of course, make sure you reach out to Rick if you do need foam tires made for your ride. It doesn't matter what the ride is. Send him a message. I'm sure he can work it out for you. Might just cost you a bit of money. That's all. 
Yeah, some of the guys on. I'm doing a lot of uh, fifth scale tires again this year oh. for the, the Losey fifth scale. So. Oh, man. Oh, man. Right on, right. All right, Rick. We'll let you get back to her. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming on and spending a little bit of time with us tonight. Yep. Thanks for having me on the MBM podcast, and good luck, guys. All right, dude. We'll talk See to you right. later. Yep. Bye. Bye. All right. Rick is gone. I, we have to have Mike mute when Rick's on because Rick is a soft speaker to begin with. So, Mike, you can unmute now. There he is. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, maybe we lost him. No, I could tell he was still there. Um, but, yeah. No, like I'm just getting go on the highway right now. I'm like, look at so that. we he's don't getting, have long to talk or he's, he's going to take a dump. No, that's okay because that's pretty much what we're working on. Um, basically, all I want to do is say thank you very much, of course, to Joel and Mike coming on because – you guys made a, Dude, a good time. It was a good I'm, chat. I, I'm like, I'm, I love podcasting. And yes, talking we need and to get we need to get uh, together with Luke, and we need to do another snowmobile one and kind of talk about the season, what it's like, because uh, he just got the groomer stuck there. So this is something <laughs> that we got to consider, right? Okay. Is because of everybody being spread out and everything, we're gonna have to sacrifice quality. Sometimes content, yeah, absolutely. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just we're gonna. have have to do it the way we just did it and but it wasn't bad that's, that's what i mean i think if no, we just make sure I mean, we try our best nothing. yeah that's all you know, you know what I mean? and uh because i do have free time i just don't have free time to be sitting there with you and joel you know what i mean and that's oh, what I sucks yep. that's why you got to get a real job I'm not saying your job isn't a real job but you gotta get a real job yeah. where you actually have a life no i agree <laughs> i agree <laughs> this highway is terrible man oh. like it's terrible Wow. Oh, the damn snowplow drivers, huh? Tearing up They're the road. They're slacking tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but, of course, thanks to you oh, guys wow. for coming on. Thanks to everybody that listens to the show, shares the show, and all that wonderful stuff. And then, of course, we can't forget about the awesome little piece of paper that lets me cheat and not screw it up every time. Let's make sure we thank all of our sponsors. And, of course, we won't forget about Gominan Racing Skins. Thanks to Rick. MKS, CowRC, MaxAmps, Teakin Racing, Team Associated, 920 Designs, and, of course, RC Life. For supporting the podcast, and of course, all you guys, the fans, the friends, the 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 people that love RC. Without you guys listening and you know sending the message saying you enjoy it, I probably would have quit doing it years ago and just kind of squandered away and did all my RC stuff privately on my own. So I enjoy sharing it, sharing it with you guys. I'm gonna hope to do a couple of more videos, just short little ones, and start posting them to YouTube and get that thing going because that's the next thing video of the episodes while we're recording you'll get the whole thing on twitch <laughs> the whole uncensored show on twitch and that'll be the only time it's available is via that when we're live streaming and recording it and other than that everybody that listens to it oh yeah we i got plans I just need to build a computer let's let's pray and hope there's no recession <laughs> anyway with that being said guys again thanks for listening i appreciate it thanks to joel thanks to mike with that being said, we're going to say bye. Say bye, guys. See ya. Goodbye. We're out. Bye-bye.